Welcome back to Sister Alley Cast T, where we talk about all things church related. My name is Allison C. Holt, and I am your host. And on today, we are going to continue to talk about the historical lectures in the Bible. One we talked about already was given by Stephen. Stephen was full of faith and Holy Spirit, he did great wonders and miracles, and the religious folk or the religious people, they began to argue with Stephen. They could not resist his wisdom and his spirit, therefore they decided to lie on him, stating that he blasphemed against Moses and against God. Stephen's defense was his lecture. And he brought out three ideas. Actually, he went all the way back to the beginning of the the of the um, I would guess I could say the history of the children of Israel. He went all the way back to the beginning, and he brought it all the way back to his time frame. And he began to bring out three ideas as he began to speak on the history of the children of Israel. And the first idea was there is progress and change in God's program. God was creative and innovative in his dealing with humans. Yes, that's what Stephen brought out. He also brought out the blessings of God are not limited to the land of Israel, which they felt like, and the temple area, Jerusalem. He also brought out that Israel in its past always evidenced a pattern of opposition to God's plan and to God's men. In other words, they were always rebellious and they always came up against the prophets of God, the men of God. They killed them. They didn't listen to them. They did all manner of things. And they just, just re hard-headed and rebellious. The Bible calls it stiff neck. So this is the lecture of, Pete, of, of Stephen. And this is, these are the things that he brought out. And uh, we talked about that on the first episode. Now we're going to come in and we're going to go to Acts, the 13th chapter. And we're going to talk about Paul's speech in Antioch. His longest recorded sermon. My God from Zion. And while at Antioch, the leaders of the church, they invited Paul to address the, con the congregation. Now, in the Sabbath service, and we can say basically in our eyes we could say Sunday service it was customary to read two portions of the Old Testament one from the law and one from the prophets hence the law and the prophets have you ever heard anybody say the law and the prophets that's where that came from they would read uh, a portion from the law and they would read a portion from the prophets. Now, after the scripture reading, Paul and Barnabas were invited to share a message to encourage the people. Now, here Paul delivered his longest recorded sermon, and the next week, virtually the whole city came out to hear him. The sermon was just that good. Now, the message can be divided into three parts the anticipation of the preparation of the coming of the Messiah, and the Messiah is Jesus Christ, the rejection, the crucifixion, and the res resurrection of Jesus Christ, 
and the application and the appeal listen we're going to delve into this scripture and we're going to read what paul had to say to the people and paul speaks then paul stood up motioned with his hands and said men of israel and converts to judaism listen to me you know paul is addressing both the jews and the gentiles and in surveying the history of israel paul mentioned the key events and people the stay in egypt the exodus the 40-year wilderness sojourn the conquest and possession of palestine which is the seven nations of canaan which god overthrew the period of the judges and the monarchy under Saul and David. The mention of David made an easy transition to refer to the Savior Jesus and his harbinger, his forerunner, which is John the Baptist. Now let's be clear about this. If you listen to the first episode on the historical speeches or the historical lectures, Stephen and Stephen's message he uh the four the 450 years included in the oppression of egypt the oppression of egypt as he began to as stephen began the lecture consists of the 400 years in egypt the 40 year sojourn in the wilderness and the conquest of canaan under joshua which is 10 years so that's what where the 450 years come from now paul like peter and stephen directly blamed the jews for killing jesus christ also paul confirmed the fact of jesus resurrection from the dead by quoting from isaiah 55 and 3 and psalm 16 and 10. now let's read what paul had to say the god of the people of israel chose our ancestors and made them a strong nation while they lived as foreigners in egypt now paul is starting at egypt he used his powerful arm to bring them out of Egypt and he put up with them for about 40 years in the desert. Listen, God put up with those children of Israel. We already talked about how God is actually in the podcast inheritance, how God, he does not wish the wicked to die. But he wished for them to turn from their evil ways. So God put up with them. God is long-suffering towards us. So Paul has said he put up with them for about 40 years in the desert. Then he destroyed seven nations in Canaan and gave their land to his people as an inheritance. Yes, he did. That's a, That was the promise. We talked about it in the previous podcast god promised i actually we talked about it in the inheritance podcast god promised abraham land for him and his children or for his children so you need to go back and, and listen to the inheritance podcast i'll just put that out there now he did all this in about 450 years after that, he gave his people judges 
until the time of the prophet Samuel. Then the people demanded a king. Yes, they did. They wanted a king. They didn't want to hear from God. They wanted to hear from a man because everybody else had a king. They wanted a king. So God gave them Saul, son of Kish, from the tribe of Benjamin. After 40 years, God removed Saul and made David their king. God spoke favorably about David. He said, I have found that David, son of Jesse, is a man after my own heart. And you, you may hear that about David. Yes, David was a man after God's heart. Heart. He will do everything I want him to do. Yep, that was David. God said, uh, God had the Savior, Jesus Christ, come to Israel from David's descendants, as he had promised. Before Jesus began his ministry, John the baptizer told everyone in Israel about the baptism of repentance. When John was finishing his work, he said, Who do you think? I am. I'm not the person you're looking for. He will come later. I'm not even good enough to untie his sandals. Brothers, descendants of Abraham and converts to Judaism. The message that God says people was sent to us. The people who live in Jerusalem and their rulers didn't know who Jesus was. They didn't understand the prophet's messages, which were read every day of rest, a holy day. So they condemned Jesus and fulfilled what the prophets had said. Although they couldn't find any good reason to kill him, they asked Pilate to get to have him executed. When they had finished doing everything that was written about him, they took him down from the cross and placed him in a tomb. But God brought him back to life and for many days he appeared to those who had come with him to Jerusalem and Galilee. So after Jesus rose from the dead, he walked around in the cities and the people saw him. These these people are not witnesses and are, are now witnesses, I'm sorry, they are now witnesses and are testifying to the Jewish people about him. We are telling you the good news. What God promised our ancestors has happened. God has fulfilled his promise for us, their descendants, by bringing Jesus back to life. This is what scripture says in the second Psalms. You are my son. Today I have become your father. See, God stated that he brought Jesus back to life and that Jesus' body never decayed. He said, I will give you the enduring love promised to David. After Psalms says, another Psalm says, you will not allow your Holy One to decay. After doing God's will by serving the people of his time, David died. He was laid to rest with his ancestors but his body decayed however the man jesus god brought back to life and had a body that did not decay so brothers 
I'm telling you that through Jesus, your sins can be forgiven. Listen, I'm going to say that again. Paul said, I'm telling you that through Jesus, your sins can be forgiven. Sins kept you from receiving God's approval through Moses' teachings. However, everyone who believes in Jesus receives God's approval. Come on, somebody. Be careful of what the prophet said may happen to you. Look, you mockers. Be amazed and die. I am going to do something in your days that you would not believe even if it was reported to you. And as Paul and Barnabas were leaving the synagogues after this is after the message, as Paul and Barnabas was leaving the synagogue, the people invited them to speak on the same subject the next day of rest the next holy day the next sunday basically now when the meeting of the synagogue broke up many jews and converts to judaism followed paul and barnabas paul and barnabas talked with them and were persuading them to continue trusting god's goodwill and on the next day or on the next sunday the next holy day Almost the whole city gathered to hear the Lord's word when the Jews saw the crowds. They became very jealous. These are church folk. The Jews saw the crowds. They became very jealous. They used insulting language to contradict whatever Paul said. Paul and Barnabas told them boldly, We had to speak God's word to you first. Since you reject the word and consider yourselves unworthy of everlasting life, we are now going to turn to the people of other nations. In other words, the people of God, the chosen people, resisted the word of God. They resisted the good news. Therefore, Paul and Barnabas told them that we're going to now go unto the Gentiles, other nations and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. The Lord gave us the following order, is what Paul is saying. I have made you a light for the nations, so that you will save people all over the world. And the people who were not Jews were pleased with what they heard and praised the Lord's word. Everyone who had been prepared for everlasting life believed. The word of the Lord spread throughout the whole region. But Jews stirred up devout women of high social standing and the officials of the city. These people started to persecute Paul and Barnabas and threw them out of their territory. In protest against these people, Paul and Barnabas shook the dust off of their feet and went to the city of Iconium. Meanwhile, the disciples in Antioch continued to be full of joy and the Holy Spirit. Now, after hearing the readings of these scriptures, we have the historical knowledge of the people of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Because we went all the way back to Adam and Eve with Stephen and now we went all the way back to Egypt with Paul. 
So we have the historical knowledge of the people of God and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now that we have heard and or read this word, we should feel compelled to call upon God. If you feel if you feel any emotion after this session and want to go into repentance, it is appropriate right now to go into repentance. So therefore I have uh, written a prayer and this prayer is according to the book of Psalms, Psalms 51, which is in fact a repentance prayer in the book of Psalms. So what we're going to do now, because we've heard, basically we've heard the story of the children of Israel. We've heard the story of the Jews in, in episode one, and we would call this episode two. We have a synopsis of what took place in the Old Testament and a synopsis of some things that took place in the New Testament. It's the story of God's chosen people, how God blessed them and how God called Abraham and how God took them through the wilderness and in Egypt and how God began to destroy the people of Canaan and give uh, his chosen people the land. So, and it also talked about how the people of God was rebellious against him, stiff-necked and hard-headed. Yes. So now we understand that we should feel like that we need to go into repentance. We need to ask the Lord to forgive us of our sins so we can come to him and we can live for him and we can do uh, great works for him and do the things basically what the children of Israel would not do. Come on, somebody. Somebody go with me. So what we're going to do now, this is, go, this is not going to be a long podcast. We are going to go into repentance prayer according to the book of Psalms. Now, I hope you enjoyed this. We just did a did reading on these episodes. We just told the story of the children of Israel. And basically, these two podcasts are for novice people that have just um, come into the knowledge of God who just accepted God as their personal savior who really don't know the the history or the background of the people of God of, of how God or how the Bible began or how God began with his children with his chosen people so this is a breakdown of what actually took place in the Old Testament and some of what took place in the New Testament. A lot of times we don't, the Old Testament, we feel, oh, that's so much to read, that's so much to study. But listen, if you go and you listen to this, the lecture of Stephen, it is going to break it down into um, uh, terms that you can understand of what actually took place and that would be a uh, sounding board or uh, that would be your jumping board now that you know what actually took place that should encourage you to go over into the Old Testament and actually get the details See, it was a synopsis so now you can go in and get the details to add it all put it all together my goodness so we are going to go into this repentance prayer and we are going to say good night let us pray together God father of Abraham Isaac and Jacob 
first, I thank you for having pity on me. In keeping with your mercy, you wiped away all of my sin. Therefore, I admit that I have sinned against you and against you only. I have done evil in your sight. Lord, you desire truth and sincerity. Therefore, I lay out my sins before you. According to Proverbs 28 and 13, your word states that he who covers his sins will not prosper, but he who confess them and turn away shall have mercy. Lord, I want to prosper and have mercy on today. Therefore, I lay out my sins, my transgressions, and my iniquities before you. Every deed done in this body, every word that proceeded out of this mouth, every evil imagination that entered into my mind, I ask for forgiveness this day in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, purge me with your hyssop and I will be clean. Wash me and I will be whiter than snow, creating me a clean heart and renew a right spirit within me so I can be an heir to your throne. Lord, let your kingdom come and your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we need to see your manifestation power on earth in these perilous times. Lord, I forgive anyone who has hurt me in any way. According to Mark 11 and 26 if I do not forgive you will not forgive me therefore Lord help me to forgive everyone who has sinned against me who has wronged me in Jesus mighty name I pray Father, I also repent for the sins of my ancestors. Exodus 20 and 5 states that you are a jealous God, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children unto the third and the fourth generation of them that hate you. Also, Lamentations 5 and 7 reads, Our fathers have sinned and are no more. They are dead. And we, their children, bear their punishment. So, Father, I understand the weight of your law. I also understand that by binding myself to your word that states in Galatians 3, 13 through 14, Christ took away the curse of the law put on us. He changed places with us and put himself under the curse by becoming a curse for us. Because it is written in scriptures, anyone whose body is displayed on a tree is cursed. Jesus died so that by my believing, I can receive the spirit that you promised and I am no longer under the curse. Lord, I am thankful for that. Also, Lord, according to your word in Romans 10 and 9, I confess with my mouth that the Lord Jesus and I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead Lord I submit to you and I resist the devil in the mighty name of Jesus Christ I pray Lord I thank you for hearing my prayer you said in your word if I call you you will answer and also forgive me 
of my sins, never to remember them again. I thank you and I pray for my complete deliverance and guidance. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen and amen. Well, guys, thank you for listening to Sister Alley Cat's Tea on today. It was very brief, very short. We just wanted to read this lecture of Paul to get an idea of what took place in the Bible in a synopsis type of way. And we can go back and read it. We can go back and read uh, for ourselves. We want to go back and read Acts the 13th chapter which is the lecture of Paul and we also want to go back and read Acts the 7th chapter which is the lecture of Stephen just read it over and over and over till you get it into your spirit man and then you will have an idea of what took place you will be able to say God uh, chose Abraham and God told Abraham to leave his people to leave Mesopotamia we can say that oh the children of Israel when they they stayed so uh, such and such amount of time in Egypt 400 years they did such and such amount of time in the wilderness and they did such and such amount of time uh, conquering the land of Canaan see I, I say such and such because I want you to go and read it for yourself and get it into your spirit so you will be able to tell somebody else this is what happened with the children of Israel God bless you. God keep you. May his eye, his, his goodness shine upon you. And may he send forth all of his love and all of his blessings. I love you. And I will talk to you very soon. Bye, guys. That's my nephew, Cooper. He's just, he's just raring to say something. What do you want to say, Cooper, before we leave? Hope you have a blessed day to all of y'all. Okay, love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.